Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stargirl Podcast. This is for Season 3, Episode 7, Chapter 7, Infinity Inc. Part 1. And this felt like a Part 1. It also felt like an episode that we should have gotten seven episodes ago. God, exactly what I was thinking. First of all, this was pretty interesting and I wouldn't be complaining about it as the first episode of the season as the seventh episode of the season after I wasted six episodes on Sylvester this was a pretty bad episode Sylvester who we didn't even see in this episode and so it's like he wasn't even needed for this episode really like I feel like the team could have communicated about what was going on with the cameras without Sylvester running point like it could have easily been done so my question is Lizzie what was the point of the whole thing I wish I knew but like we've only said this 57 times so what is the the point of Sylvester like in general like <laughs> I'm like literally pulling at my hair I just have no I have no like, idea and then it, the thing about Sylvester, too, that we noticed this episode is that he took so much Courtney and Pat time from us. Okay? Mm-hmm. The, the Courtney and Pat that we should have gotten, that we got this episode, Courtney, Pat, and that glorious beard were things we did not get because of Sylvester. Look, like, the beard even looked good in black and white, okay? Oh, it did. In fact, it may have looked even better because you could see, like, the chiseledness of his face was even more defined in black and white. So yes, I will, I mean, just for that reason alone, I think Pat and the Shadowlands will be, will be nice to watch in at least the following episode because he has to get out. Um, Yeah, let's not leave him there for five episodes when we only have like six episodes to go. I mean, I just, it just boggles my brain that we're going back to like the Eclipso consequences seven episodes after it was wrapped up. Right? I just Uh, don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't, I think they were too enamored with the idea of having Joel McHale in the show. And we have suffered because of it. Um, this show was pretty solid in seasons one and two, and season three just has not been it. Not because the characters don't work or not because the show doesn't have anywhere to pull ideas from. We are finally getting... Angie and I read Infinity... It, it feels insane that we're in episode seven and we're just getting to Infinity Inc. It's like, wasn't this the whole point well, of this show? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what? Let's talk about sweet baby boy rick who's like a sweet baby boy um you knew that things were about to take a turn when you saw that he had the like hourglass on his belt like he's a gunslinger i was like oh no what's what's happening here what's happening to my baby and and then he just he's going super bro he's just super pumped he didn't think our man was fun before now he thinks it is and what i wrote in my notes and i think this is the only funny note i wrote to myself was he ordered a pizza with extra testosterone 
<laughs> oh, thank you for making me laugh. I didn't think anything about the episode was going to make me laugh. <clears throat> yeah, Rick, I mean, I appreciated that Beth was sort of the one to call him out, but even that wasn't enough. <clears throat> there wasn't enough of it. Like, in a lot of things that happened in this episode were good. Yolanda and her mom, good Spanish. Like, that, that sort of going somewhere, even if it was just to Yolanda having to leave the house, which always made sort of sense, but it's just six episodes too late. So, again, as a, this as sort of set up for the season, this would have been great as set up for, like, the second half of the season. It's not that great because I don't actually feel we resolved whatever the arc for the first half of the season was. Like, I'm not sure what the arc was. But we surely didn't resolve it. Yeah, and we should surely know by now right? what that first arc was supposed to be. Was it the gambler? Because we don't know who killed him. Was it Sylvester? Because we don't really know why he's here. So what was the so point? who's left? Who... I have yeah. no idea. Okay, but I think the highlight of this episode for me was the interaction between Shade and Jenny. Right. I thought that was delightful and how they're like their powers and their personalities are both clashing. <laughs> they just aren't getting along. And I mean, I love, I didn't think I'd say this, but like, I love the shade. Like after all of these episodes where I've just been so frustrated, it's been just so nice to have his like dark sass around. I, I, I agree. I, he was not a character I would expect to be like, Oh, highlight of the episode, the shade showed up. And yet here we are. We're like, oh, thank God the shade is here. Um, and he he really brings that. Like the whole exasperated villain thing works really well. I actually think the Crocs work really well in a different way. And we haven't seen enough of the parts of the villains, quote unquote, that work really well. Um, we still haven't really, like, what was the point of Artemis? Like, was she... <laughs> I don't even ask me. Like, she tried to join the JSA for 3.5 seconds and then it was all done. The Crocs are still just, I don't, nothing of the ideas they had for the first half of the season really feel like they came together. Um, and then they didn't go anywhere. And then we are already in the second half of the season and Jenny's back and Todd and like, and also didn't like, I mean, I know they, the episode didn't really resolve it, but it feels like we got to sort of close to the end of, very quickly, like, okay, can I know but the rest of it is going to be dealing with Pat and the shade, which gives us more of the shade. So maybe the next episode will be fun. Uh, but they'll be with dealing with them in the Shadowlands, which been there, done that. I'm not sure I wanted to do it again, um, but okay. Uh, but we're dealing with that. And then Jenny and, and Courtney are presumably here in the real world with Todd and like, it just, and then what was the point of Director Balls? Like, is he gone? Well, what? It was super quick and like evil, creepy nurse lady. I don't know. Yeah, as soon as Courtney and Jenny came into the room, don't you think Director Bones and Nurse Creep, Nurse Love, it was Nurse Love, wasn't it? So it was I something think so. ironic. Wouldn't they have? try to like it's just they it's like these two teenage girls walk into a medical facility and then the grown-ups are like yeah peace out well, we're not going to deal with this we're not going to deal with the aftermath so like was it a trap do they want jenny to find him is that what's happening it doesn't 
these things aren't adding up, but I'm hoping, I'm praying that this was a purposeful thing and not just me poking further holes into this and being nitpicky. I don't enjoy being nitpicky. I just want to love this show the way that I love this show. Right. And I, I specifically don't enjoy being nitpicky with Stargirl. So I can, it can be nitpicky with other shows, but we haven't really had to do that with this show. And then there are, of course, things that are still enjoyable um, about the show. We like the characters. Um, we like the dynamics. We're just not getting enough of the characters we like. We're not getting enough of the dynamics we like. And then we are, I'm not going to say Seek and Jakim are like a waste of time, but how is that helping the storyline? Like, <laughs> what? Okay. Unless his grandma was like, a clue for an old superhero, maybe? I don't I don't know why we had that whole scene. Right. Like it I, I enjoy Zeke in, in general. It's a fun character. And those fun characters always sometimes have fun scenes that can work in an episode. But I think when you come from six episodes that feel like filler, waste of time, you have way less patience for scenes that just feel like filler. So you're just sitting here like okay but why is this a thing and when do we get back to whatever it is the storyline is and then I'm, I'm also like are we gonna take till episode 13 for the JSA to sort of get back together because if so I lost an entire season of the JSA not being the JSA and then I don't know what's coming in the future because you know you know so no like I would be really sad if we just get the kids not getting along for three or four more episodes. You know what? It kind of reminds me of, <laughs> you know, the second Twilight book, Edward just kind of pieces out. So you're like, what was, <laughs> what was the point of this book? For many reasons, what was the point of that book? But back in the day, it kind of reminds me of that. It's like, okay, we're going to separate them. Right. But, they already didn't have that much time together. Like we were just getting into it. We needed that time before they like separating the kids like that emotionally, I think could have waited for all of this other stuff that was set up in season two to wrap up, then emotionally separate the kids. But right. Here and we then are. we also spent a lot of time with Cameron and Cameron and Courtney. For what? Like, I assume that's coming back in the, at the end of the season. But I've assumed that for three seasons. So now I don't know because we there's just a lot going on. And I don't know if they're going to be able to pay off the Cameron thing. But if hmm. they don't pay off the Cameron thing, why did I spend so long with Cameron? Mm -hmm. um, but if you do pay off the Cameron thing, what happens with Director Bones? And what happens with Obsidian? And what? Just, it just, they took too long and now they have so many big things that just don't have time to come together. Mm -hmm. And we still don't know who's watching the cameras, really. It's not confirmed. So there's also that mystery. And who the heck killed the gambler? It doesn't really matter anymore because I have too many other pressing questions. He's going to stay dead. So probably, hopefully, right. I don't know. Right. And then also like the thing with the, I, I, I dislike plots that are they bring, bring in and never like answer but like was the thing with his kid at some point something that was gonna pay off in some way oh, or did yeah. they just bring that up just to be a thing that uh humanize them and then buy because or like or is the kid gonna come into play i don't know but because this show has and the show has actually 
always been guilty of that, just having too many things hanging. Uh, but the first two seasons did a better job of sort of wrapping it up and at least giving you some satisfaction as to the bigger pictures. And then this season, it might it might do that at the end, but it still feels like they just took too long for, and then they 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 robbed us of the things we really wanted just to give us more Joel McHale in the Starman costume. Yeah, when the shade said, I don't need the staff, I need Courtney Whitmore, I was like, dude, same. Like, I don't need what's going on with Starman and the staff. Like, I need the Courtney Whitmore moments. I need Courtney with her friends, Courtney with Pat. Like, that's what I need from this show. And that's what we're missing. Right. Absolutely. No, but uh, can we take a moment to talk about that family dinner scene? Like, were they yeah. trying to act normal? Was that them trying to act normal? Michael, what were you like? What piece of the chicken were you like? Was that them being normal? Like, <laughs> it was very not normal. Like, look like paw people. Like, the way I think you said in the last episode how you hope that um, Luke Wilson just ad-libbed and, like, improv the scene. I hope he did that, too, because it felt that way. Like, oh, yeah, I'd like a thigh. All right, here's a wing. <laughs> it was super funny, but, like, and I know it wasn't supposed to be funny, but I also, like, since they don't explain what they're doing till later, you still don't, like the cameras presumably don't have sound so it doesn't matter what they were saying they just had to pretend uh or that's what they thought but like that was the best they could do <laughs> well press that was really the best i could do dialogue wise okay i mean it tracks for the dugan family so it does no one um they they don't have a deceitful bone in their bodies though that family like they're they're just so bad at lying Right. And also, like, at the end with Barbara and Mike, they're like, oh, Courtney and Pat are gone. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, that tracks. Yeah. It's normal things that happen in this what family. We'll be back. Yeah. I like how um, Mike was like, Barb. <laughs> right. It was um, such a, like, calling for your mom tone. Right. I mean, I enjoyed them together. I, again, we didn't get enough. I'm glad Yolanda got there. I hope we get some payoff with that and it's not just like the entire next episode is Courtney and Jenny trying to figure out sort of what's happened with Pat and like whatever like the the Pat app presumably knows how Courtney got out of the Shadowlands before and the shade is there this shouldn't be as as big of a problem as it was for Courtney and Cindy originally uh, but again, you never know. I don't know. It's just it was an excuse to do uh, black and white for an episode. I don't know. Well, with the shades, he he made it very clear that his powers are like on the fritz. So maybe like yeah, he can be a tour guide through the Shadowlands, but not necessarily help to get them out. Which means we might get another Doctor Myththize cameo. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Ooh, Angie, you might get your wish. Frankly, that's what I need from the show. Mean, yes, when they announced he'd be back for season three, I imagine he'd be back. Like, it's not that I needed him in costume every episode, but I would have taken him over Joel McHale. It made more sense for him to stick around than Starman. Yeah, you're right. As far as, like, who needs more training like i don't think courtney actually learned all that much from 
Sylvester, but it seems like Dr. Mid-Thighs could have taught Beth more. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I feel bad, but I don't really have that much more to say about set up episode number two of the season or number seven of the season. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, this is the first episode all over again of a seven episode season. And now we only have six episodes to go. You know what? I am also fresh out of notes. We've already, I've already talked about the things that I wanted to talk about. So, I mean, I mean, my only last note is that I really do appreciate how much importance the shade puts on T. Okay. He is one track mind. The shade is there. He will bring up T at some point and he will talk about the people who don't know how to make tea because it's important to him. Okay. I appreciate that. He's consistent. Then, and that's that's something I appreciate. Is I know exactly what I'm getting from the shade, and therefore my expectations are always met. Yeah, and they, they, he we appreciate him. Unlike Sylvester, <laughs> we don't know what we're getting from him, and he doesn't know what we're getting. No one knows. So we should start keeping count of how often we complain about Starman now in these episodes because I feel like there needs to be some consequences for us or we're going to keep doing it <laughs> yes someone please uh like do like a drinking game you probably get drunk please don't really? please no please don't no don't, don't Every do time that. someone complains about Sylvester you take a drink no nope, nope, don't, nope. yeah. no, don't want to send like, anyone to the hospital we, like, we like love our listeners life. Yeah. Okay. I keep, I think I think this is probably a short episode because now we're just rambling. Yeah. Okay. Sylvester again. That you are really trying to hospitalize our listeners, Lizzie. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Enough of that. Let's. You can visit StarGirlPodcast.com for all the latest news about the Stargirl Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stargirl Podcast as well. Subscribe to Stargirl Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, hit us up with some five-star reviews, especially if you do do a Starman drinking game and you're feeling a little bit good. Hit us up with those <laughs> five-star reviews. Don't forget that we're part of the DCTV Podcast Network. We podcast for all the DC shows at dctvpodcast.com. Follow the network on social media at DCTV Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but not least, subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. DCTV Podcast also has its own tea public store, so if you're interested in DCTV-related merch, click on the link in the show notes and get some awesome gear, as it does support the network so we can continue to make these podcasts. And if you have any questions or thoughts about Stargirl, email us at stargirlpodcast at gmail.com. And see you next time. Bye-bye.